0: The Fed Chairman Jerome Powell just put out a statement that did not mention stimulus and the stock market dropped. Why does the stock market follow the whims of the Federal Reserve so closely? It's time to stop trusting the public markets and look to history's first trillionaire on how to build real, lasting wealth. Look, over the past 14 years, we've applied these exact principles in more than 300-plus transactions. Not one single investor has lost money that trillionaire was King Solomon. We'll be sharing his wisdom on how to build wealth in a way that's translated for the 21st century investor. My name is Blake Templeton, and this is the Solomon Investor Podcast. Hello and welcome. My name is Blake Templeton, CEO of Boron Capital and your host on the Solomon Investor Podcast. As I've been writing my new book, I've had to be brutally honest with investors who want control, collateral, and cash flow that they would never step foot in the stock market because there is no control, especially because the biggest player of them all manipulates the entire stock market. That's the Federal Reserve. The Fed has promised to spur on the stock market more now than ever. And that's why every single stock market investor is leans heavily on every hint of action that the Fed does or actually does not do. Hey, if you're new, welcome. Our mission at Boron Capital is to provide you with the most clarity and the best investment opportunities for you to invest into in this chaotic world. So at the time of publishing this, the Federal Reserve has come out with a press release and it says it's committed to using its full range of tools to support the U.S. economy, and then seeks to achieve maximum employment and inflation as at a 2% rate over the long run. Now, again, they're blaming this on the coronavirus. And if you follow me at all, you know where we stand on that. But what we're focusing on right now is that everything the Federal Reserve has said, there's no mention the new stimulus and the stock market freaked out. All right, this is a document from Market Watch, and it says investors were left disappointed by the Federal Reserve's actions or lack thereof late Wednesday as a central bank failed to indicate any new stimulus. It also says spotlights will now be on Congress over a new stimulus package with further delays potentially impacting markets. Why does a stimulus package impact the markets? Also got Fox Business says... Stock futures plunge as Fed gives no stimulus indication. US equities future dropped ahead of the Thursday session on Wall Street as concerns mount about further coronavirus stimulus. Another article from MarketWatch, Dow snaps 4-day winning streak as stock finishes day with modest losses. US stock finished Thursday, with losses as investors digested the Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell's economic outlook, along with lackluster U.S. economic data. The Federal Reserve warns Wednesday about a slow economic recovery that may need additional fiscal help, creating some uncertainty for investors hoping for future gains. There is a massive correlation between what the Federal Reserve is doing and what the stock market's doing. Now, if the stock market was real, if it was something tangible that you could put money into and it actually held value, it wouldn't matter what the Federal Reserve is pumping in or not pumping in. This is also from CNBC. This is on the European markets. European stocks close lower as markets react to central bank announcements. What central bank announcement? That's the Federal Reserve. It says European markets started the day following their counterparts in Asia and the US. lower as traders digested the Federal Reserve's pledge to keep rates low over the next few years. All right, here's another article from CNBC. Now, this is Powell trying to be optimistic for the stock market to keep the prices up. Um, This is a speech when he's asked questions and a question comes and asks whether he thinks more physical stimulus from Congress is necessary to sustain the economic recovery. And Powell says he thinks certain areas of the economy will continue to struggle without aid. He added that the vast majority of private forecasters anticipate substantial additional fiscal support but it's not here and the market is in a roller coaster. This is from the New York Times. It says Fed will keep rates unchanged until at least 2023. That means 0% until 2023. Now, this is the first time, I might add, the interest rate forecast has been given out for a three-year time period. Like, It's never been done before. Why do they have to do that? Because they're trying to buy uncertainty. They've got no more bullets in their gun and they're trying to create certainty. All right, if you think we're going into hyperinflation or if you want to put a case together that the Fed is going into stagnant inflation, make a comment below. I want to hear from you. I want to know what you think. And if you just simply think, you know what, I want more information just like this, put a comment below, hashtag more info. let me tell you this, whether we're in for hyperinflation or stagnant inflation or even deflation, there's one thing that we're all clear on. Everyone in the stock market is following the Fed. But since when did you give the Fed the keys to your retirement portfolio? I mean, when did you actually ask them to manage your portfolio to print massive amounts of funds that creates a massive super bubble that directly affects the stock market. When did they become so important? And why does everyone bow when they speak? Let's do a little history lesson on the Federal Reserve and the centralized system. Then we'll talk about why that affects you and why you should gain control over your assets. Then lastly, we'll talk about the source that we use to control our assets and it follows the principles of the Solomon Way. All right, how this all started. Now, the Federal Reserve, It's not federal, and there's no confirmation that it even has any reserves at all. It's a private bank that owns private banks underneath it. It has no reserve requirements, a.k.a. no need for savings or checking account, and it can charge interest on every dollar it's given, a.k.a. anything it prints. In their own words, they hold the proverbial purse, and thus the attention of every investor in the world. According to them, their main mandate is to conduct our nation's monetary policy. That's not a conspiracy theory. That's the truth. During the Panic of 1907, it was J.P. Morgan, a legend of the times, who ultimately forced the government into acting on the central banking plans it had been considering off and on for almost a century. And in 1913, the Federal Reserve Act was created. The Federal Reserve was given power over the money supply, by extension, the entire economy. Continuing with World War II, the Federal Reserve's power expanded by expanding its power and the amount of capital it was called on to control for the Allies. President Franklin D. Roosevelt enacted the Banking Act of 1935, increasing the independence of the Federal Reserve from the executive branch and shifting some powers formerly held by the Reserve Banks to the Board of Governors. In the 1970s, when the dollar left the gold standard, the Federal Reserve was given power to control interest rates and inflation, something the gold standard never allowed. But it was in 1987 that the power really became something they actively used. That's when Alan Greenspan unleashed low interest rates to battle a panic that was very real but almost invisible to the world. That tool became the first we saw actively used by then Ben Bernanke, Janet Yellen, and now Jerome Powell. In 2009, their assets took to treasury securities, mortgage-backed securities, and more. Today, that also includes propping up the stock market by purchasing junk bonds. In total, the Fed has increased their assets from $989 billion on July 24 2008 to over 7 trillion by September 7th 2020 and every move and adjustment over the last 107 years has caused the markets to not only rely on the Fed but to pray for the Federal Reserve to take massive unlimited action when you purchase your home or you invest in your 401k or you wait for your pension and you see all the prices around you increasing you've got to start asking the question who is in charge Now, to be fair, the Federal Reserve does not have all power since Congress does have to approve spending. However, they stand ready to print more money as soon as it is approved. Now, you and I have got to ask the question, how do we regain control of our investments? How do you gain stability and support in something that I would call the middle of the second depression? Where do you go to gain control over your investments? The answer is get out of the Fed controlled assets and get into the private market where the new ecosystem is, where it's private investments, where you can have control, cash flow, and collateral. If we face inflation, and you and I know that the Fed just adjusted their policy away from a 2% goal to a full working force, then physical assets are the best hedge. Okay, what about gold? Is gold a good investment? Gold might be a good control But it doesn't actually produce anything. So it's not any better than just sitting in cash. It's a storehold of wealth. But it doesn't actually create wealth. In an inflationary season, you have to create massive wealth. If you don't, you'll be a victim of massive loss. Solomon investors are looking for control and cash flow. They're looking for returns with a limited downside. The best of the best in the stock market, who've got thousands of employees and tons of computers running all their data, they all say, hey, it's a zero-sum game. There will be winners and there will be losers. So if you know that you can't actually win in that game, then you've got to have hard assets. You've got to have assets that you can trust that stand the test of time, that are collateralized, that cash flow, and give you control. So the truth is, today, you need three things. You need control, cash flow, and for an inflationary hedge, you need collateral. Now, a lot of people say, hey, isn't that too good to be true? Like, my money is collateralized by something? Like, that doesn't even exist anymore. And then I have control. Like, it's not just going to be like a roller coaster. And then I'll actually make money on my money and not lose my principal. Yeah, that's what a Solomon investor does. That's the new ecosystem. That's the new world that you've got to live in. All right, so does cash flow mean you have to manage real estate? And the truth is, no. Solomon investors use Solomon generals. Solomon generals manage and control everything for you so you can truly rest while you invest. Your whole goal is to make the transition. Then you have the collateral and they manage the collateral. They bring in cash flow for you and control your assets for your retirement for you. A question I get all the time is, do I have to know the legal jargon? I mean, do I have to go be an attorney or learn the legal stuff? Or how do you navigate between all that? Look, as a Solomon investor, you don't have to do that. You hire a Solomon general. The Solomon general, he owns that domain. He controls everything for you. He handles all the legal paperwork. He's the expert in the field then you truly are able to be what we'd call a king or a queen in the king's court. I mean, you literally get to own your inheritance and stand firm in stewardship over your investments as a king or a queen over your domain. And then I often get asked, I mean, who is this for? Is this just for the uber wealthy? And the truth is it used to be. It used to only be for the family offices or the institutional investors. The SEC has come out with new regulations that's now opened it up with certain I's dotted and T's crossed that you can actually invest into something that was never done before. This now allows you to come in with as little or as much as you have and invest into the big league. Invest into investments that stand with stability of times and create massive cash flow and equity on the backside. For all my regular listeners out there, you know the control is everything. Now, for all those who are new, we use this language called a peasant and a king or a queen. And a peasant is one who's in the trade market, who's in the stock market. You're just a trader on the trade route, paying lots and lots of fees to tons and tons of people along the trade route. As a Solomon investor, we get off the trade route. That's the one who loses money. The whole entire time. It's a zero-sum game. You're always going to lose. If the market does good, you still lose because they take lots of fees. If the market does bad, you lose because they take lots of fees. We're not a peasant anymore. So just like we would steward life, just like we would steward a purpose that you're created for, we would steward our finances. And our finances have to be stewarded, and they can't be stewarded in the public market. So you step up, you rise up, and you activate your wealth as a king or a queen in the king's court. And you would do that by taking control. You take control by moving it into the private market. You get out of the public market and you move it into the private market. Then as a Solomon investor, you have a Solomon general who runs your domain, who takes territory for you, who manages and operates and runs everything for you and your investments are collateralized, then it spits off cash flow. See, control is everything in these uncertain times. And you and I know that the Federal Reserve is taking as much control as they possibly can over the public market. Why? Because they want everyone to bow down to them as they meet their agenda. Hey, if you'd like to invest for control, do me a favor, pull out your cell phone and text the word Solomon to 31996. Again, text the word Solomon to 31996, and I will send you a free copy of my ebook, Seven Ways to Invest Like a Billionaire, plus the insider scoop of anything we have coming out, including our best investment opportunities before we share that with the public. Hey, if you like this video hit the like button right now show me some love again hit the like button right now and i'll be in prayer for your wisdom for your investments and blessings on your future be blessed all right guys here comes the thanks and the shout outs we want to thank everyone that leaves reviews and the written reviews on apple spotify and all the other platforms just know they mean the world to us. If you've taken the 30 to 60 seconds, you know, extra seconds to show love and to give context of why this has been worthwhile for you and why this podcast has helped you, we thank you. We're going to give a couple shout outs of our favorite reviews each podcast. So please give us some love with a five star review. And thank you for joining the Solomon Investor Revolution.